Welcome to another inspirational teaching from Tim Warden Communications. Our mission is to honor God and deliver all His benefits. You know, today is going to be a little add-on, you know, parang next level, another step from last week's topic. Sino sa inyo nandito last week? Raise up your hands, yeah? Okay? Kung hindi ka na nakarinig last week's topic, just download it sa christian.com.ph and we talked about the body, the soul, and the spirit. Diba? Yung katawan mo, hindi yan yung tunay na ikaw. It's just your address, where you live. The real you is your spirit that God made. Na yan yung ter- eternal. Never na ma- mawawala yan. And in, in your, you're a spirit and you have a soul, which includes your mind, your feelings, and your choices, your will. And then you live in a body. So, Ang point last week is, don't let your body, your five senses, rule your life. Okay? Hindi dapat ang katawan siyang manguuna. And then our decisions follow kung ano yung sigaw ng katawan natin, ng mga senses natin. Don't let na ang maging maghari ng buhay mo is your emotions. You know, you'll get in a lot of trouble kung, kung feelings siyang manguuna sa buhay mo. You cannot always depend on your feelings. You cannot always depend on your own logic. Kahit matalino ka, kahit magandang personality mo, ayos ang culture mo, but you cannot depend. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Now the heart, in, in, in the Bible, heart and spirit are the synonymous. No? Trust in the Lord, magmula sa spirit, with all your heart. And do not, do not, do not, depend on your own understanding. See? Sometimes we, we, we live na the whole day, the whole week, depending on what, well, what do I think? Wait, I have a decision to make. Teka, mag-iisip mo na ako. Pag-iisipan ko. And you know, it's good to think, but don't depend on your thoughts. Don't depend on, it's good to feel, but don't depend on your feelings. Let the Holy Spirit influence your feelings. Let the Holy Spirit spill out, overflow into your thoughts. Hindi ang thoughts mo siyang manguuna without reference to the Word of God. Ang salita ng Diyos na nasa puso mo, ang Spirit ng Diyos, siya ang maglilid ng buhay mo and it will overflow into your mind, into your, so that your thoughts become Spirit-influenced thinking. Renewed mind. That's why Paul said, we now have the mind of Christ. Kasi meron tayong access sa opinion ng Diyos. And today I want to share with you another level. This is Romans chapter 4 verse 17. And it's a very simple verse but malalim ang kahulugan, malalim ang meaning. In Romans 4.17 it's talking about God who gives life to the dead. Diba? Ang, kata- ang spirit natin dati dead but we received life. God gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that don't even exist mga bagay-bagay na wala pa sa mundo doesn't exist god calls them in calls them in call in to existence yung mga bagay-bagay na doesn't exist tagalog it would say tumatawag sa mga bagay na hindi pa hayag na tila hayag na God, another version says, He creates something out of nothing. 
galing ng Diyos, no? He, nilikha niya ang buong mundo, heaven and earth and everything na nakikita mo dito sa mundo nito. God created that sa pamamagitan ng kanyang pagsalita. Wala siyang factory, wala siyang tools, wala siyang hardware store. God made everything with His mouth. He created this world by speaking it into existence. Yung dati, walang mundo. It was just, the Bible says in the beginning, it was nothing. It was just nothingness. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God said, let there be animals, let there be trees, let there be oceans. And nangyari. Yung impossible sa, sa tao, hindi impossible sa Diyos. Walang imposible sa Diyos. Do you agree with that? And so, number one is this, that God can change your life and my life and the situations around us. Okay? How many of you, masasabi mo na may mga bagay, may mga issues sa buhay na that really needs to change? You know, my Dang was saying that something about your financial situation needs to change. Yung mga utang, that has to change. Hindi pwedeng patul, you know, tuloy-tuloy na lubog sa utang. You know, if you've got sickness na paulit-ulit, that's got to change. If kung may mga attitude problems ka, may mga, you know, samang laob, nagdala-dala mo, something's got to change. Do you agree? You know, we need, that. there's things in our lives that needs to change. May mga situations sa, sa family natin needs, needs a change. May mga situations sa career mo that you would like to see change. Situations and even in your life. God can change these things. And I'll tell you this. Look at the example of Abraham. Alam mo tunay na pangalan niya, Abram. Yan ang birth name niya, Abram, which means lifted father. But when God called him, God told him, magmula ngayon, your name will be Abraham. Abraham. Abraham means the father of many. The father of multitudes. Sa panuhon na yan, Abram was only, he was already 75 years old. 75 years old at wala siyang anak. Yung asawa niya, ganun din, mga 65, wala silang anak. And for 25 years, not two and a half days, not 25 months, huh? 25 years, Abraham lived na ang tawag ng Diyos sa kanya, Abraham. Noon, talagang may meaning ang mga names. So, as if God is calling him, Hey, father of many, halika, father of many, let's go. Father of many. Pag nakapapakilala si Abraham sa mga kapabahay niya, anong pangalan mo? I'm the father of many. Ay, ganun ba? Asan ang mga anak mo? Eh, er, wala pa. Parating pa. Ano ka, 75 years old ka na? Ano ka, DOM? No, 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 no. Uh, my wife, yeah, post-menopause, she's going to be pregnant soon. Pwede ba yun? For 25 years, ang tawag sa kanya is father of many, father of many. Where's your kids? Father of many. Coming soon. Anong soon? It's been 10 years. It's been 15 years, 20 years, 22, 23 years, 24 years. Father of many, asan ang mga anak mo? You're almost a hundred years old. At a hundred years old, doon natupad yung pangako ng Diyos. 
at nakaroon siya ng anak. But God changed the situation sa buhay ni Abraham by calling him something different, which he was not previously. But he became what he was not before. And how did he become by God calling him into existence, the situation that does not even exist? Ganon din kay Gideon. Gideon was a man, Israelites, at sa panahon uh, noon ni Gideon, binabuli ang mga Israelites. They were so weak, they were so uh, pick on sa mga katabing bansa, and every time they have a harvest, the enemies will come and steal it. So andun si Gideon one day, kinakabain siya, and he's in the wine press, preparing some of the harvest, and he was kinakabain siya, and he's afraid, and he's hiding, and he's ashamed. Dumating ang anghel, angel of the Lord, kay Gideon. And in Judges 6.22, when the angel appeared to Gideon, he said to him, the Lord is with you, you mighty warrior. Hindi naman siya military. And Gideon was saying, hey, I'm not a military family. Hindi ako, hindi ako malakas. Pamilya namin, we are the poorest and the weakest among all of But the Lord called him, Gideon, you are a mighty warrior. Elmo, naging totoo. And Gideon rose up and received yung pagtawag ng Diyos sa kanya and he became the one who delivered yung kanilang people. With 300 people lang, tinalo ng army of 100,000 people. Sa pagtawag ng Diyos, nagbago ang situation sa buhay ni Gideon. Ganon din kay Simon Peter. Ang pangalan ni Simon, you know, the word Simon means sand-like. You know, shifting, hindi stable. It, 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 it's, it's a kind of word, it's a kind of name that really match the character of Peter. Kasi yung ugali ni Peter, fickle, pabago-bago. Hindi siya solid sa kanyang panampalataya. Sometimes na sinabi niya na, uh, I'll walk with you and nasa dagat, di ba? So naglalakad siya, na try, and then lumubog. Si Peter nagsabi na, I will go with you, Jesus. Handa ako, mamamatay para sa'yo. And then, after a few hours later lang, sinasabi niya sa mga tao na, di ko siya kilala, di ko siya kilala. Babag, hindi siya solid, hindi siya reliable, hindi siya stable. That was yung character ni Peter. Nong Simon siya. But for three years, ang tawag ni Jesus sa kanya, you are Peter, which means rock. Rock solid, stable, dependable. Hindi naman ganyan ang lumalabas sa buhay ni Peter. But Jesus kept telling him, come here, rock. Let's go, rock. You're a rock. Rock, rock. Kasi Peter, rock. And natupad sa buhay niya. He became one of the great apostles, di ba? Marami naligtas sa ministry ni Peter. But this is how Jesus transformed him. This is how Jesus changed his life by calling him something he was not really. And then, naging totoo. And that is the same way, ganyan din, ang nais ng Diyos na baguhin natin ang mga lives natin, ang situations, to be transformed by changing, you know, the people and the situations around us can change sa pagtawag. You know, maybe you have to change, uh, you, you want your husband to change. Hello? 
Anybody here? Want your husband to change. You want your career to change. You want na ang buhay mo, ugali mo, na matransform sa pagtawag mo. Kaya ang title ng topic nito is Likhain mo sa pagtawag mo. It's, it's, you're gonna, may reality. Alam ko, may mga reality sa buhay mo ngayon. Alam ko, may mga situations na present. Yung current na karanasan mo ngayon. But God wants to create a new reality. God wants to create a new situation sa buhay mo. So that you, you will be able to, you know, talk to your situation. Talk to your husband. Talk to your kids. Ang sinasabi namin ni Bambi kay Zion, you are teachable. You are obedient. Kahit hindi siya nag-o-obey sa time na yan, paulit-ulit sinasabi namin sa kanya, you're obedient. You're teachable. Diba? You're wise. Lalaki kang, you know, a servant of God, a man of God. You speak to your parents. Likhain mo ang bagong situation sa sa work mo by speaking to your boss. Talk to your teachers. Speak to your friends and about your neighbors. Speak to your finances. Speak to your health. Kahit masakit ang likod ko, lagi akong sinasabi, I'm healed. I'm healed. You know, speak to your character. Kung ikaw ay walang tiyaga, walang pa, you just say, I'm patient. Kung nadidepress ka, you say, I have the joy of the Lord. Kung naguguluan ka, you say, I have peace that passes all of my human understanding. My grades are going higher. <laughs> you know? Makakatapos ako. I'm a college, kahit na first year, alanganin pa, you say, I'm a college graduate. You don't have to speak about the present. Speak about the truth. Kasi sa Diyos, walang kinaalaman ng time. He's above time. He doesn't, he's not stuck in our time zone. Hello. God doesn't have to be limited to that. So you speak on God's level, with God's language. And say, I'm a college graduate. I have a ministry. I'm an eagle. <laughs> I'm a challenger with, uh, you know, with new levels coming. And number two is this, that God uses. You have to understand this. That God uses not the world system. He uses a totally different system to overrule the problems against you. Let me explain. In this world system, we have mathematics, we have science, we have psychology, technology. Alam natin mo to. Every day, nakikita mo sa jario o sa school, sa workplace, gumagamit tayo ng sistema ng world. Which is not bad, it's just a different system. Sa mathematics ng mundo, 2 plus 2 equals 4. Sa economy ng Diyos, iba. Meron siyang mathematics din, pero he gets sa mathematics na alam natin. You know, in this world, we have a, a physics, a science. Pero God's science is a different science. He has a higher science. Hindi siya limited sa science natin. Sa physics natin, there's the law of gravity. Diba? What goes up must come down. Alam na natin. And even sa gravity, that, that's a law. Pero kung merong another law that goes in there, like the law of lift, the law of aerodynamics, kaya nakakapaglipad ng airplane. It overrules... The problem of how can a 25-ton piece of metal 
fly in the air. E gravity, hindi ma, ma ano dun, hindi makakapaglipad ng, ng gadget na yan. Kasi, the law of gravity. But when a new law comes in, which is the law of lift, it can overrule, it can cancel the law of gravity. Are you following me? So when you say, the laws of this world, you know, there's, there's laws that govern the economy. There's laws that govern our lives. Laws that govern sickness. If you eat this or do this, you're going to get sick. But there, God has another law. God has a higher system that can overrule that. And so let the sick say, I am healed. I'm whole. There's laws about poverty. But God has a law or has another system that brings us prosperity. Na hindi naintindihan ng world. Okay, look at this. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27. God chose, think about it, another system. God chose the foolish things of this world to put the wise to shame. And what the world thinks is worthless and useless and is nothing at all. You know, God has used simple, foolish, akala mo foolish, God used simple things to destroy what the world considers important. Sa ibang translation, it says to, to bring, to, to reduce to nothing, to bring to zero the big things the world uses. So ang sistema ng Diyos ay higit sa sistema ng mundo. Magpapawalang bisa ang things of the world when God's system is working in your life. So just remember, God used a different system. He chooses simple things, faith. He uses uh, simple things na hindi nakikita, hindi pa nagmamanifest. Hindi mo mahahawakan. Remember, you are a spirit. Hindi mo ma-x-ray yun. Hindi mo mahahawakan yan. But that spirit is a greater and higher priority than the body na makikita mo, na mahahawakan mo, na mafeel mo. The spiritual is always greater than the physical. The spiritual is always now una sa physical. Okay? Here's another one. And God uses the spiritual. God uses invisible things to attack and destroy mga problema na face mo. If you got a financial problem, don't think na ma-overcome mo yan with the same system of the world. See? The system of the world says... You have to get ahead, save money, work hard, have a good degree, have a good uh, job, and then you will have financial security. Kung financial security ang inhabol mo, you will not get that promise of God, which God promises financial security. Ito ang pangako ng Diyos. I will provide all your needs. He provides all of our needs according to His riches. Pangako ng Diyos that we have all our needs provided. Tawag ko sa Kanya, that's financial security. But if you try to get God's promise using the world's system, ma-frustrate ka lang, mga kapatid. Hindi You try to use the world's system and, and save money, invest your money, and, and, and borrow or whatever, hindi makukuha yung financial security. Even pag dumaami ang pera mo, that's still not financial security. Financial security is getting God's promise, God's way. Are you following me? Look at this. Over here in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. We are not looking at what can be seen. Nakakita mo. 
but what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. See, God works in a totally different way. Sa, sa, sa awit ni Don Moen, uh, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Because Pano, He works in ways we cannot see. See? And He will make a way for me. So, yung mga things na hindi mo nakikita, huwag mong ibaliwala yun. Okay? Please, listen. Huwag mong ibaliwala ang mga bagay na hindi nakikita pero sinasabi ng Diyos. Huwag mong isipin, ay, theory lang yan. No, those are real things. When you put your faith on the promise of God, ang panampalataya mo ay nagiging substance, nagiging sustenance, nagiging something. And so, hindi pa nagmamanifest sa physical, sa visual, pero God uses the hindi nakikita, the invisible, to overrule the visible. Okay? Yung visible is, may sakit, may utang, may problema, may gulo, okay? may damage, pero God uses things that are invisible. Is that enough? You get that? So it's a different way of receiving. Different way of receiving. Letter A is this, that you got to be willing. Sabi mo, I'm willing. <laughs> you got to be willing to look and sound foolish to the world. Hello? Oh, oh, come on, Pastor Tim. That's bad news. Give me some good news. Tell me I'm going to be popular and, and uh, famous and, you know, and liked by everybody. Oh, I'm telling you right now, that if you follow God's system, you need to be willing that there will be times you might even be ridiculed, people won't understand you, people won't approve of you. Are you willing? Kung ang goal in life mo is that everybody likes you, everybody uh, approves of you, and kung ang talagang number one goal sa life mo is basta hindi ako mapapahiya, to save your own face, you will have the wrong goal. You'll have the wrong goal in life. Forget about that. You have to be willing na to sometimes look foolish in the eyes of other people. Some people, ayaw nila mag-pray. They don't want to pray in public. They don't want to talk about Jesus at work. Nahihiya sila. Kinakahiya nila yung kanilang pagiging Christian. Forget about that. Just let, let, let your light shine. Kahit na hindi naman lahat na nagsa-celebrate ng, ng faith mo. Even if you have to look funny, you look awkward, you look ridic- ridic- ridiculous sa kanilang mata, but in God's eyes, you're honored better. Do you agree with that? I mean, come on, people will not understand. They will not honor you na nagbibigay ka ng 10% ng income mo sa church. But ginagawa mo, why are you doing that? Is that, is that your religion? Well, ganon, di ba? Dala-dala ka ng Biblia. Ano ka ba? Pastora? You know, people might ridicule you. But hey, the point is this. You might have to look funny sometimes. May sakit ka, and then nagsasabi, I have the victory. I'm healed in Jesus' name. People will say, ano ka ba? You're not healed, you're sick. You say, no, I'm not sick, I'm healed. I'm rich. Wala ka namang car. Nag-rent ka pa. And you say, I'm rich. Sirang ulo. They might say that. Are you willing? Kasi, 
following God's system is not the same as the world system. Think about Noah. You remember what Noah was called by God to do? Build a big, big, big boat. Big ark. Now, there were no boat makers in those days. So how does he know that will float? <laughs> but he's following God's instruction, following God's system. Can you imagine kung anong pagtingin ng mga kapitbahay kay Noah? Baliw. Noah, anong ginagawa mo? Bahay ba yan? Parang awkward ang shape ng bahay mo. Ay, hindi bahay to boat. Ano yun? Bo- anong boat? Yung ano, makakapasok sa dagat, you know? Dagat? Walang dagat dito. Ang layo ng dagat. Hindi, uulan. Dito. Babaha dito. Talagang grabe ang ulan. Darating yan. Anong ulan? Take note, sa panahon ni Noah, wala pang ulan sa mundo. Rain never existed. At that, in those days. It never rained, never once. It never rained. And then Noah said, it will rain. Un rain. Basta the water, you know, it will come out of the sky. <laughs> it will just fall out of the sky. A lot of water. Baliw talaga. Sirang ulotong si Noah. Imagine he would look foolish in the eyes of his family, in the eyes of his neighbors, in his community. Tapos sasabihin pa ni Noah, Kung sino mang gustong sumama sa akin, papasok tayo sa boat at maliligtas. Gusto mo maliligtas? Papasok doon? You're crazy, Noah. Um, no. Kung gusto mo maliligtas, join me. We go inside the ark of God. And by the way, sa araw na uulan dito, darating si Mr. and Mrs. Giraffe. At si Mr. and Mrs. Turtle. Basta papunta sila. Darating sila. Paano? Darating sila. Lahat ng mga hayop. Dalawa. Papasok doon. Gusto mong samama? Sirang ulo to. Diba? Can you imagine how the people would look at him? But Noah was willing to be foolish in the eyes of the world, but wise in the eyes of God. Okay ba yan? Nung sinabi ni God kay Abraham, Makakaroon ka ng anak. Asawa niya, tumawa. She just laughed. This is crazy. This is not... So, but listen, and this is letter B. You have to speak and act in agreement with God's word instead of your thoughts and feelings. Diba? Sabi ko last week, if you just live your life base sa pag-iisip mo, yung feelings mo, that's called living a soulish life. Parang soul ang nanguuna. And dapat ang soul natin mag-submit to the Spirit of God in us. The soul had to submit. And so we don't live our lives, we don't speak always what we think or feel. We speak and act. Yung actions, yung pagsasalita should be in alignment in agreement with what God's Word says. So don't use your own logic. The Bible says don't lean on your own understanding. Don't uh, depend on what you think. The Bible says also in 2 Corinthians 5.7, we live by faith, not by sight. 
Okay, what do we mean? We live by faith. Yung faith sa, sina, sa, sa sinasabi ni, ng Diyos, hindi sa nakikita. Hindi yung visible ang magpapatakbo ng buhay natin. Kundi kung anong invisible. Kung anong hindi mo nakikita. Keep your eyes fixed on the things above. Sabi ng, ng Colossians. The things above is things you cannot see sa natural eyes. You only see it in your faith. Does that make sense? The promises of God, hindi na mahawakan yan today. But you hold it in your faith that God will be faithful forever. And then, speak ayon sa kanyang pangako and act and walk your life every day, step, you move in that direction hanggang magma-manifest. Hanggang matutupad in the physical. Kung anin natupad sa spiritual, in the heavens, hindi mo makikita, hindi mo maririnig, hindi mo hawakan. But, it will come to pass in time. See, minsan kasi ang biggest enemy natin is not Satan. Nakala mo, Satan is your big enemy. You know, my biggest enemy is not Satan. My biggest enemy is my own mouth. <laughs> you know, my, it's myself. You know, because like this, pag sa umaga, tapos sinabi mo, uh, sakit ako ngayon. Huwag mong sisiin si Satan. Ikaw ang gumawa. Ikaw ang sinumpa ng sarili mo. Di ba? Wala namang ginawa si Satan doon eh. Ikaw ang gumawa yan sa sarili mo. I'm sick. Okay, you're sick. You said it. Ikaw ang may authority sa buhay mo. Tapos sabi mo, I'm poor. Wala na akong pera. Eh, hindi naman si Satan ang nagbabuli sa'yo. Sinasumpa mo ang sarili mo. With your own mouth, you're fighting against God's promises. Are you following me? Sometimes we have this habit of speaking contra sa salita ng Diyos. Because you're speaking in alignment with what you see. You open your wallet like this, guys. There's no money. Here, right now, what you see, I see no money. So sasabihin mo, wala na kong pera. See? Why? Because you're speaking ayon sa nakikita mo. You're, you're living a soulish life. A physical, you're letting your soul and the, you're letting the natural and the visible to dictate the direction of your life. Instead of speaking what God said. You should have done it like this. My God shall supply all my needs according to His riches. Now Lord, What's next? I don't know what to do, but you know what to do. The money's not right here in my wallet right now. Where is it? See, and you have to, I know this takes practice because for how many years, no, we're living our lives with the physical, you know, with our natural mind, with, our, with what we can see and touch. And so we got so addicted to that system. God uses a different system. It's by faith and it's by speaking. See, so don't, uh, you know, depend on that. Let me give you a, a, a Bible example. Maganda ng story nito. It's in Second Kings chapter 4, verse 8 hanggang 37. So it's a mahaba ito. I'll just tell you the story. Si Elisha, ang propeta ng Diyos, ay dumating sa bayan na Shunmen. Shunmen. Shun, Shun, Shunem. Shunem. 
And doon sa Shunem, there's a woman na may kaya. So she's a little bit wealthy, taga doon, so may mga kamag-anak doon. And all of her needs are provided. May asawa siya, medyo matanda yung asawa niya. Okay? So, this woman, ang faith niya is, ito si Elisha ay tunay na propeta ng Diyos. So she wanted to bless him. Every time dumating si Elisha sa Shunem, she gives him food, she entertains him, hanggang sa sabi niya, lagi-lagi ka dito, gawa kita ng kwarto sa ibabaw ng bahay namin. Parang sarili mong apartment, sarili mong entrance, fully furnished. Naglagay siya ng higaan, ng table, ng lamp, everything, fully furnished. Sabi niya, anytime you come here, you always have a place to stay. You don't even need to reserve. You just come here. So, tuwang-tuwang si Elisha sa woman na ito because napaka-generous siya kay Elisha. So, sinabi ni Elisha, you're so, ang bait mo sa akin, ano bang pwede kong gawin para sa inyo? Sabi niya, wala, wala lang yan. Pero sinabi ng servant ni Elisha na ito, ang babae nito, wala pang anak. Ano mo nakakahiyap sa panahon na yan, wala kang anak. So, sinabi ni Elisha sa woman na ito, okay, wala kang anak, but next time I come back, hawak-hawak mo ng baby mo, makakaroon ka ng anak. Eh, sabi ng babae, huwag mo ako nukuhin. Ha? Hindi ah. Sabi niya, yes, yes, you will have. So, guess what? The next time dumating si Elisha, talagang mayroon na siyang anak. So, tuwang-tuwa na yung babae. After na lumaki yung bata, lumaki, hindi na siya baby, boy na, tumutulong siya sa tatay, sa kanyang tatay doon sa bukid. Nag-harvest sila. And the boy, biglang sumakit ang ulo niya. Sabi niya, my head hurts, my head hurts. E sabi ng papa niya, sige, dali mo siya sa mother niya, bring him back to the house. So, dumating niya sa, yung boy back sa bahay nila, patay, namatay yung bata. So, ang ginawa ng babae, ng, ng mother, agad-agad, dinala yung anak doon sa higaan ni Elisha sa rooftop apartment room nila. And she put the boy on his bed. Then, agad-agad, kinuha ng donkey niya and her servants, and they started going straight to the man of God. Hindi siya nag-stop, hindi siya nag-wala, hindi siya, siyempre, emotional yan. Paano mga mothers, paano ma-feel mo pag mamamatay yung anak mo? Okay? Pero she didn't call Josie's. You know, she didn't uh, mourn and weep. She just put the child there and ang takbuhan niya is Elisha. You know, when you have a crisis, when you have a problem, when there's a burden, when there's tragedy sa buhay mo, where do you go? The first thing you do is run to God. You run to God. So, takbo siya. Malayo pa lang siya, nakita ni Elisha, dumarating siya. Na-discern ni Elisha, something's wrong. So sinasabi niya sa sinabi ni Elisha din sa servant niya. Dali, puntahan mo si yung woman na yan. Tanungin mo ko, okay ka? Okay ka? Okay yung anak mo? Okay ba yung asawa mo? So nagtanong. Ang sagot ng woman is What would you think is her answer? No, everything is not fine. No, everything is wrong. My my son died. You promised me a son, huh? And you get you got my hopes up and now he's dead. Wala siyang sinabing ganoon. Nagtanong, are you fine? Is your son fine? Is your husband fine? Anong sagot niya? Everything is fine. Kamamamatay lang anak niya. Ang sagot niya, everything is fine. And she's not lying, but she was using her mouth. She was using her faith to declare that everything is fine because I trust in the Lord. I know 
that something great will be fine out of this. Nung dumating siya, Elisha, pinuntahan si Elisha dun sa, pumunta siya sa anak. And then Elisha put his face on the boy's face, put his body on the boy's body. Then, nahatching yung bata seven times at bumangon siya, nabuhay siya. She got her son back. She got her son back. And I believe the point here is, instead of telling all the bad things, instead of telling about the tragedy, describing, ay, kasi na- nakasakit, na- 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 yung ulo niya, I won't come, baka pumutok, baka aneurysm, baka ganito. Instead of talking about that and panic and speaking negative, she just spoke positive. All is fine. All is fine. In Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 says that the tongue... Okay, the tongue is our words. Yung pagsasalita. The tongue can bring death or life. And those who love to talk will reap the consequences, the fruit of it. Now, that could be good or bad. This woman reaped good consequences because nagsalita ng life, all is well. So here's the, the next point I want you to write down. That you don't have to deny or lie. Don't lie or deny your present situation. Just don't highlight it. Or agree with its conclusion. Okay? That's a mouthful. That's a big uh, statement. But I hope you catch this. Listen. Pag kang present situation, namatayan ka like this woman, or lubog ka sa utang, or napuputulon ka na, no? the electricity, or maybe probably you had uh, a sickness, or uh, a problem, a family problem, iniwanan ka ng asawa mo, whatever situation, it doesn't mean that you lie about it. Umalis na yung asawa mo, tapos sasabihin mo, uh, asawa ko, andyan pa. Hindi naman. <laughs> Di ba? Ninuloko mo ang sarili mo. Dinadaya mo ang sarili mo. You don't have to say that. But, Alam mo yung highlighter? Sino sa inyo may mahilig mag-highlight sa Bible? You have a yellow or orange highlighter. And then, pag may nabasa ka sa magazine or sa Bible, what na hina-highlight mo. Anong ibig sabihin highlight? Pag talagang ini-emphasize mo, and that highlighted word or words becomes the anchor, the anchor of that page. Para madaling hanapin ulit. Alam, pag nag-scan ka ng book, agad-agad, mata mo, boom! Di ba? Ang mata mo is, ang bilis parang magnet na magnetized doon sa word na hinighlight mo. Right? Because you think that's the main point. That's the most important words on this page. So hinighlight mo. Binibilog. And you don't have to highlight the problem. And make that the anchor of your life. Make that the center and the highlight and the bida of your day. Ko anong present situation mo, you don't have to agree with its conclusion. Tumingin ka sa, sa bag mo, wala ka ng pera, walang pera sa bag, you don't have to say, dahil walang pera sa bag, wala na akong pera. Dahil masakit ang ulo ko, ako ay may sakit na. You don't have to agree with the conclusion of the negative circumstance. Are you following me? Just don't speak about it and don't try to get people to agree with you about it. <laughs> may mga tao kasi minsan na, uh, okay, may condition, may sakit or what. 
Nagahanap, parang nagahanap sila ng people to, to also fellowship with them about their sickness. Na parang, ako may, ano eh, asthmatic ako. Ako din. Mas grabe yung sa akin. Ayun ba? Uh, pero ako, diabetic. Oh. Ako din. Makaka-cancer pa. You know, minsan nagaano sila na, na as if na as if mahilig sila sa sharing about sickness or about you know pataasan ng grabbing case of or maybe very common sa poverty about about money you know if wala nang pera well you say wala akong pera kumusta ka na kami rin wala kami ang hirap eh walang wala manghihiram sana sana ako sa inyo Ay, wala, 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 wala kami. And then, talk about all the details. Taas ng ganito, wala kang tuition. Parang, okay, I know, may mga times of gipitan. I know that, I know that it's hard to manage and balance the budget. But you don't have to have a cell group and fellowship about it. You don't have to make that the most, the most important, uh, you know, bida of your life. You don't lie about it. Yes, there's bills to be paid. Yes, there's a sickness. Yes, there's a relationship conflict that needs to be, you know, communication and talk and, and restore. Yeah, we don't lie. We don't deny that. But you don't have to let that be the anchor of your day. You don't have to let that be highlighted and agree that that is the conclusion. Broken family kami. Mahirap kami. Poor. We're stuck. We're sick. I'm sick. The Bible, again, our theme verse was Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Calling things that are not as though they were. Calling into existence situations and solutions and creative things that did not really even exist. They are not yet visible. They are not yet manifested. But you use your mouth. Now maybe it looks foolish. Maybe it sounds foolish. Na nagsasabing mabubuo ulit yung family namin. When in fact, tatlong years na kaya hiwalay. And maybe people would say, that's crazy. Maghanap ka ng iba. <laughs> or maybe there's a situation with your health or your finances or your career, but you don't have to say that that's final. Kahit hindi pa nagmanifest, kahit hindi pa nakikita yung pangako ng Diyos, hindi mo pa nararanasan, you can call it ayon sa salita ng Diyos. Speak out in alignment and in agreement with God's word. Because if you speak about how things are, no, how things are now, and you call things that are as though they are, ang tawdom is a call a spade a spade. They say that, you know. And what good will that do? Number one, that doesn't change anything. It doesn't help anything. And number two, it doesn't please God because it's, it doesn't take faith. It doesn't take faith to talk about how things are right now. Anybody can do that. You don't need faith. 
to describe how the situation is right now. But it takes faith to describe and to talk about God's word. And faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, without faith, it's impossible to please God. You've got to exercise your faith. Talk about your um, you know, marriage. Speak about your body being healed. Talk about, if, I don't know, even if masakit, you just say, I'm healed. Talk about my kids are, are wise and successful. The grades are good. My husband is faithful. Kahit na may suspicion ka. Oh, he's faithful. My husband loves the Lord. He loves me. You know, even if you cannot really see it right now. Likhain mo sa pagtawag mo. Create a new situation. Even if your emotions are down today. Likhain mo. I have the joy of the Lord. I have the peace of God. I am blessed. You know, even in the midst of maybe you're sinning. You know, maybe no one's watching. You're not at church. You're with your barakada. You're sinning. You're at home alone, whatever. You can still speak ayon sa salita ng Diyos. Sinasabi ng devil sa'yo is, you're not really a Christian. Di ka tunay na Kristiyano. Hypocrite ka. But you speak in alignment with God's word. Even while you're sinning, you say, I'm righteous. I'm blessed. I'm, I'm accepted. I am loved. I am forgiven. That will not encourage you to keep sinning. Don't worry. It will not. It will encourage you to get away from sin more. Because habang nagsasin, then you say, I'm righteous. I'm righteous. You know, oh, you're already, you're already, you know, drunk and stoned and I'm righteous. And then you, if you really start speaking, I'm accepted, I'm loved. Masasabi mo, hindi bagay sa akin to. I'm righteous. This is not me. I'm righteous. This is somebody else. <laughs> you know, these are not my barcada. I don't know who these guys are. This, and you start, you start moving and adjusting yourself. You, your body and your soul will follow the faith from your spirit. Basta use your spirit as the supreme control center, not your mind or body. There are many promises sa salita ng Diyos that seems like hindi totoo, hindi real. But faith can bring them in. Faith can call them in. Example. Sa, sino sa inyo may aircon sa bahay? Pag window type aircon, merong tinatawag na thermostat. Okay? Di ba thermostat? Pagka gano'n na full blast, maybe full, full yung lamig. Okay? Now, I have the remote for this aircons here. So, ito yung... May thermostat dito, digital. Okay? Buti na lang pag digital. Na pagpasok kami dito kanina sa, sa room na ito, uh, ang init. Do you believe that? <laughs> Without the aircons, ang init talaga dito. But this one has a thermostat which has temperatures from 16 to 30. So, nung pumasok kami dito, ginawa namin is we set the temperature to 16. We set it to 16. Now, nung sinet namin na sa 16, do you think naging 16 ka agad dito sa, sa karanasan, dito sa environment? No, not, not right away. But by faith, we put the settings on 16. And that 
that's a thermostat that will call in to the environment of this room, it will call in the 16 degree cool. So, nung sinet namin ng 16, as if nagsasabing, come cool, come in. Come in, comfort. Come in, 16 degrees. And we're calling it in. We're creating the cool environment by calling it in. And I think I put that in your notes. You can put there that, that your words are like a thermostat for your life. When you set your words on health, maybe you're not experiencing health right away, but you're calling it in. When you set your mouth, you set your, your mouth on, I'm prosperous and God is supplying all my needs. Maybe that day you didn't have enough to pay all your bills, but you keep your mouth on God's word. You keep your faith set like a thermostat and you're calling it in. You're calling in. God's supplying all my needs. See, nauuna talaga ang faith. And then yung karanasan follows. So, as long as you keep your faith set on the Word of God, you can experience that. Faith first. Um, there's another, there's another uh, scripture in Joel that says, Let the weak say, I am strong. I weak na say. So, bakit hindi let the weak say, I am weak? No, it says, let the weak say, I am strong. Because we refuse to let our body rule our life. Right? It might take time. Ma'aring, it will take some time. But that's why we, the Bible says, those who wait on the Lord renew their strength. You have to be willing to put your trust and patiently waiting and use your words to call money and favor and promotion and a job. Whatever you need, ayon sa salita ng Dios, you can call it in. Now listen, here's the last thing. Did I cover all the four points for? Okay, be willing. The last one? The last two. Call it in. And then letter B. Speak it out. Okay, be willing to speak and oh yeah. Speak and act. Speak and act as if the word of God is already true. Speak and act as if God's word is already true now, right now. And then the last one is get a word from uh, faith comes from hearing a word of Christ. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. The, the faith cannot really be faith kung wala pang word of God. Mark my words. Listen, yung sinasabi ko about speaking, I'm not saying for you to speak your wishful thinking. Wishful thinking is back to the na nanguuna ang soul mo. And you're letting your, your wishful thinking rule your life. You don't have to speak wishful thinking. You're not speaking your own self-fantasy. You speak a word you got from God. See? So very important that every day, bring in the word of God. Get a word from Christ. Get a word of God about your future. Get a word of God about your present. Get a word of God about you, who you are, what you have, what you can do, 
what God's will for you is. Kung wala pang word, seek God for a word. Say, God, give me a word today. Here's, uh, give me soap. Give me a word that I can believe you on. And whatever the word of Christ that comes to you, yan ang pangahawakan mo, and you speak it. You're not just talking about your fa- oh, I want to be a rock star. That's my fantasy. Oh, my dream, my wishful thinking is I'm a millionaire and very popular. Okay, mangyayari yan kung sinabi ni God. Pero kung hindi sinabi ni God, you're just living your life with your brain and your feelings. Don't do that. Live your life following the Spirit. I remember Bambi before, wala pa kami. And she had a job, she was working, and then yung mga tao around her, yung mga co-workers, nagsasabi na, may boyfriend ka na ba? Mag-asawa ka ba? O what? Sabi niya, oo, meron. Malapit na. Pero at that time, wala pa. Pero ang, sa- ang sagot niya is, oo, meron. Malapit na. And then she was calling it in. Missionary pastor, come in. Missionary pastor, come in. She just kept calling it in, calling it in. And I don't know what happened. I don't know how it works. But somehow, I ended up going to Palawan and getting her and marrying her. I didn't know that was her faith, what she's doing. We don't even know each other that well. But she calls it in. You know, in this church, we're calling things in. In the natural, the church is just sagad sagad. Yung, 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 yung finances is just enough to operate. Just enough. But we don't talk about that. You don't hear me, you know, begging for money or, or talking about ang hirap, magbalance ang budget. We don't talk about that. We don't highlight that. If you want to know, we can, we can answer the But we don't really highlight that. What we highlight is 1,500 seat champion center. In the natural, you, it's impossible. But we're not following the natural world system. We're just calling it in. We're speaking it in, praying it in. Funds come. Vision come. People come. Workers come. 1,500 seat champion center. And we have the guts enough, the lakas ng loob, by not our own confidence, but because of the faith in God's promise, that's the word of Christ. He's given to us. A 1,500-seater champion sitter. Now, even if sukatan mo, it seems like not enough land. Why not just be happy with 800? Hindi sinabi ni God 800. Sabi ni God, 1,500. Why not 2,000? Hindi sinabi ni God 2,000. 1,500. Okay? I'm not being non-negotiable or not flexible. I'm just saying, this is God's word for us. So, paano? I don't know how, but I know that we just keep calling it in. Darating yan. You ask me when, I don't know the answer exactly when, but darating yan. 1,500. We're calling in ministries. We're calling in people, cell leaders. We call in people that will be baptized. We call it in. We're praying by faith. You do this also. Maybe in this last few minutes right now, can I ask any one of you, any one of you, to speak about something, give a word that does not yet, yung present situation is hindi paganon, but you're believing that God will bring to pass something. Anything about you, your career, your family, your kids, your future. Is there anyone here that would say a word and would speak about 
something that does not yet exist. Okay, Tessie. Just tell it out. Yeah. Sinabi ko na magkakaroon ako ng ng ano ng sariling partner coming soon. So iyon nangyari. Natupad na. Natupad na. Okay, good. So that should give you faith for the next level again. Okay, sino pa? Okay, Beth. Yeah. I believe and I'm praying for this that I will be a missionary. Okay. Okay. So, when you see Beth, call her a missionary. Right now, she works for Coke, but that's not the point. Call her a missionary. Just like Peter, you know, he was called Peter for three years. Na hindi naman ganyan ang character niya. Abraham had no children, but he was called for 25 years. They called him father of many. So, missionary Beth, what was that? Uh, I'm now a seven-year manager of Coca-Cola, a finance manager of Coca-Cola, but I'm not yet happy because I'm no. I'll be a missionary. Yeah. So you're a missionary and you're happy because you have the joy of the Lord. Okay? You have the joy of the Lord. Okay, sino pa? Sometimes we do this. If you attend an encounter, we will speak over you. I'll share a little bit. Maybe I'll share a little bit more about that next, next week because we're a little out of time, but I want you to have a real taste of this, that sometimes people said words to you that were negative. I'm going to share with you how to get out of that curse and get into freedom where you can speak life and, and prosperity over yourself. Anybody else want to try it? Okay, what's a word it says? God has spoken to me years ago that I'll be conquering kingdoms and nations. And I believe that I will be leading worship in other countries. International worship leader. Okay? Sino pa? Matagal na to. I have spoken over my brother again and again that he is healed. And good news. Uh, good news talaga sa Mangkayan. He's getting healed. Hindi man getting healed. Yung manifestation ng healing ng doon na. And ngayon, ang heart ko talaga, habang naglalakad din ako, nakikita ko yung mga uh, kagaya niya na mga street uh, anong tawag mo doon? Uh, mga ganun, mga may kapitbahay kami na dadaanan ko lagi habang naglalakad ako. Taong grasa. And my faith right now, if I speak over them, you are healed. May heal sila. That's right. That's right. It's, it takes faith. It's been, and it's been a long time. It's the, the, the temptation is you just give up, you know. There's no hope. God's not hearing our prayers. Don't ever give up. God is faithful. You know, if Abraham can wait 25 years, can we wait for five or six or seven or more? Come on. Anybody else? Close. I, must, I suggest you practice this. Okay? Start with whatever level of faith you have. And if you don't have any faith at all, find somebody who has some faith and ask them to help you. Ask them to speak a word over your life. Okay? I hope, I hope we have a lot more time. Someone who speaks over your life is not really into your life. You can speak into your life. Other people can speak over your life. And when you receive it, it becomes into you. Okay? Don't mean to complicate that too much. But let someone of faith speak, um, speak into you, speak over you, and then you receive it. And, you, and then you copy what they said. 
If it agrees with God's word, then you say what they said about you. Okay? So if I said, you know, we tell this all the time, my homosexuals, my gays, you're a man of God. You're a strong man. And they, they want to be a girl. You're a man. It doesn't look like a man. It doesn't act like a man. But you know what? If they receive, I'm speaking a word over them. If they receive that, that word will go into them. And real transformation happens from the inside out. Okay? There's a lot more to talk about, but just wanted to... Is this helping you a little bit? All right. Okay, Beth, one more? Come on. Missionary Beth is talking. I don't want to stop because I want to be specific with the words that personally I write on my dream book. Nilagay ko doon is, I want to retire as missionary providing funds, actually funds, funds to the church, funds to the missions of God, and I want at least one million a month to the church. Actually, that's the bold word I, I wrote in my dream book. Wow, good job. What, at least a million. Call it in. Pray it in. You know, this is not just wishful thinking. God put a word in her. It's a word of Christ, and she's holding on to that. At least a million a month. You know, I believe that. I believe that. We confirm that. We agree with you, Beth. A million a month as a missionary funds provider. And uh, let that, so be it. So be it. Amen. Amen means so be it. And you know, just like Mary said, when the angel told her, you're going to give birth. I don't have a husband. How can it be? The, the, The Lord did not tell her the details all how it works. He just said, it's the Holy Spirit. But how? Holy Spirit. How? Just the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit will overshadow you. And Christ will be birthed in you. And you know, here's the great thing about her answer. Be it unto me. According to your word. In other words, we just say, God, if that's your word for me, if that's your word for my destiny, my future, my family, my ministry, my career, so be it. Let it happen. I agree. And then you start speaking and acting according to what the word of Christ has told you. I tell you, this is going to lift your Christian experience beyond the realm of just religious. You're not just a church goer. You're, you're a disciple of Jesus. You're a follower in his ways, in his system. And that gives you advantages in this world. Let me just speak a few things over you right now. Because this is, my, this is the second service. I want to share a few things to you right now. First of all, you are committed disciples. You are committed to Christ. Sold out, following His ways. You love Him with all your heart because He first loved you. You're willing to die for Him because He first died for you. And faith is, His faith is in you, rising up. It's not a, just a religion for you anymore. It's not just attending a church. It's about transforming your life and finding your destiny, finding your calling in life, like what Beth is doing. So, you know, I'm seven years as a finance manager for Coca-Cola. But she says, I know my destiny is different. I know my dest- I know that's just my that's just my pathway. 
But I have a destiny that is greater than that even. Millions. I, she, she's, and, and you start thinking about that. And you are starting to get faith in you that would change the way you think about your money. Think about your family. You have a, a, a different reason why you want to stay together as a married couple. You have a different reason why you want to uh, attend church. It's not just to be religious. You have foundation that you're standing on. And that's word of God. You're confident that you are righteous in His eyes. And that doesn't make you ashamed. That makes you bold. You're not the mahiain and underconfident. You have confidence. You have security. You can talk to anybody with your head up. You have something to offer. You have ministries inside of you. You have souls other people that are inside of you, you, your network, the people, your neighbors, your family, you bring these people. These are the people you bring to Jesus. You bring them, we share the gospel with them, they receive Christ, you have fruit. That fruit glorifies God. Then you become a shepherd. Your life is more than just about you. You are a fruitful vine. Birds of the air come to nest in your branches. You're fruitful, buan buan, may bunga. Do you receive that? Well, you better say something. You better say, hey, I just spoke over you, but it, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to do something to say to, I receive it. Then I, then I've spoken in you. I've spoken into you. But I'm speaking over you now. You're gonna have to make it come into you. Does that make sense? <laughs> All right, let's pray together. I wish we had another, another hour, but it's okay. Let's continue this next week. Is it okay? We'll, we'll continue next week. Another, okay. Father, thank you so much for your, uh, your positive declarations, your words to us, about us. We already trust that you're good and you have a good plan towards us and for us. You're not against us. And teach us, Lord, to not live our lives only based on what we can see in the visible what we can feel, but teach us to have, you know, give us spiritual eyes. Give us spiritual discernment to see the eternal, not the temporary lang, but that we will know and see and believe in that which is invisible, that which is long-term, eternal. And let that faith arise in us. Let faith arise. Help us to be willing willing and ready even to, to maybe look and sound funny or awkward to other people in the world. It's okay. They don't understand. They don't understand why we have victory, why we believe in the finished work of Jesus. And Lord, give us uh, faith to speak in agreement with your word, to call in to existence the things that maybe don't yet really, uh, not visible yet, and give us a word every day. I pray that you make a new hunger arise in us. Hunger and thirst for daily soap, daily Bible reading, to soak in your presence, to daily have fellowship, conversations, meetings with you, interactions with you, so that we get plenty of word, plenty of faith, even, even sobra sobra na, so that it will last us for the seasons when, when we need it the most. So God, uh, we, we trust you. We trust your word. Convert our mouth now. Circumcise even our lips that we would not 
speak negative, but we would speak of the positive. And by faith, uh, by sa aming pagtatawag, we would see new realities happen in our lives and in the lives of the people around us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. We hope you enjoy listening to today's teachings from Tim Warden. For more life-changing audio and video teaching resources, call the San Fernando Christian Community at 0919-846-6849 or visit our website at christian.com.ph and add us on facebook.com slash sfccphilippines. If you're ever in La Union, visit us along Ortiga Highway, Santiago Norte, San Fernando City.